And we are live. Ladies and gentlemen, you know what it is. Highly unlikely. Welcome to the show. My name is Drew. I'm here with my boy Raj. What up, what up? And we are going. We are currently trapped. Um, no access to the rest of Canada. Yeah, kind of, kind of nice, actually. We're out here being island boys. Crazy, eh? You know how it is? <clears throat> yeah, I was thinking about it, though. Like, Because I've seen videos of people in like Chilliwack and stuff, which for those who don't know, is like a, a rural area outside of Vancouver. And they're like completely cut off both ways we at least have like the states and we can get stuff in but like i bet you the prices for everything are going to go through the roof in the next month well you already see the stores getting raped uh empty already yeah. and they're just already telling people uh like i heard already costco like already today was just like a limit on shit yep like they're trying to get ahead of it like not like last time right because people are idiots like remember the pandemic yeah this is, this is what's happening everything everything's getting emptied all the store shelves you look at the shelves it's pretty brutal like and, like, I don't know. It's easy for us to say that. Like, for them, I, I get the fear. You know, you look on the news and there's, like, no roads in and out. It's crazy. You know, you're like, how long is this going to last? The I thing, want I want food for my family, you the, know? The thing is, too, like, it'd be different if just one bridge went out. Nah, it's like... Yeah, everything. It's like 20 different spots along the highway <laughs> went out. Yeah, and, like, you know, this is, like... I can't remember the last time it rained like this ever, bro. Like, for rain to take out all this shit, you had the mudslide that has killed we don't know how many people yet one confirmed i think for yeah. sure um but uh yeah man it's pretty crazy and like you think of like people like places like florida that get this kind of shit every year crazy you know like tropical storms and this like or like louisiana they deal with floods yeah, all the time too. yeah all Fuck. those kind of, all those yeah, states bro. like yeah man so one storm does all this destruction we're lucky that we don't get it worse up here yeah no shit you right know what i'm saying but yeah, it's fucked. It's going to be... The supply chain was already fucked before this. And that's the thing, dude. It's no, like, this is going to make it way worse. Like, you've seen so. those videos of, like, <clears throat> uh, shipping, like, ships, like, stuck outside the Port of California? barge slapping against the sea Yeah, dude. It's yeah. crazy. Unreal, dude. But, like, the supply chain thing, there's, like, thousands of ships, like, just sitting off the coast of California just waiting to come in. Here, too. Yeah, it's yeah. fucked all the way around. So, like, this is only going to make it so much we worse. We had the one... Where was it? On the Vancouver Island that caught on fire? Yeah. You know, so, uh, and the containers just dropping in the water, washing it ashore. They're like refrigerators. Yeah. You know, um, I see. But yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy, man. Mother nature is not to be fucked with, bro. No, you know? I seen a, uh, a video. It's crazy. It's like this, like RV park and it's surrounded by water and it caught fire, quote unquote. Guarantee, buddy. Well, don't that have, was this morning. I was yeah. Guarantee, buddy doesn't have flood insurance, but he's got fire insurance and he's like, light them bitches up. That's what I was saying too. How many people don't have the right insurance? No. And they're just gone. <clears throat> Nutty, man. So, yeah. Pretty fucked up, man. It's, uh, I had buddies who were stuck up in Hope. Yeah, you were saying that. Yeah, and so they just got a, a plane home Yeah, the other day. <laughs> I don't want to throw him under the bus, but he was... Uh, I ran into his brother at the gym, and they were telling me a story about how uh, they were stuck in Hope. And all the restaurants are, like, sold out of food because there's hundreds of people, thousands of people stuck there, right? Right. And so he goes into a gas station try like, scrounge together food. It's cash only. All the ATMs are drained. There's no cash anywhere. So this man resorts to stealing pepperoni sticks. That a boy. Hey. <laughs> just so he can eat. Gotta do what you gotta do, son. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, hey. Oh, dude. So Ain't funny. passing no judgment here, man. No, you dude. You know what I mean? You know, like do The Walking Dead, do, where they're like scrounging for fucking meals in empty cities? Dude. So funny. That's dope. I'd be like stealing the cigarettes and just trying to steal that shit for cash. And yeah, no shit, right? right? But yeah, good. What is, what's a few pepperoni? Yo, sticks, that's bro? a play. If you're like stuck somewhere, just going around hustle. buying all the cigarettes, all hustle. the alcohol. Yeah, you got a hustle. Right? Just marking that shit up five times for sure. That's Selling a good that shit play. Selling that shit out of the trunk of the car, bro. 
Dude, that's a really that's good how we roll, man. Yeah, no shit. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. If we ever get stuck in a, uh, a storm, I'm calling you. Done. Hell yeah. I was waiting to see some losers out on the water, like on a surfboard or like, you know, I was Yo, waiting dude. to see that on the news shot. You dude, always got some idiot Going there, down right? the side of Highway 1, there's a video of a dude with a jet boat. And he's just fucking cruising down the side of the highway. The news was in the jet boat. That's so Going funny. around in their jet boat filming shit. It's like fucking, yeah. It's yeah, one of the most wild up, things man. I've ever seen for Vancouver. Yeah, real talk. And, like, what, and like, is this like a start of things to come, bro? Or is it like a one-off? You know what I'm saying? Well... Like a week is this like the the new normal ominous sign before this fucked up winter or like you know what I'm saying? Who knows, man? But like, well, a lot of people are saying that this is what happens with global warming. That like as global warming like happens more and more, that weather gets more extreme. So you have like more precipitation. You have hotter summers. A couple forty degree days. Now does that go longer every year? That's we we had like three forty degree days. Next summer is it going to be five or seven? Yeah, no Do you sure. know what I'm saying? And yeah. then the year after that is going to be more. Who? Like, I don't know. I'm no expert, obviously, but uh, <laughs> give me your professional opinion on what's going to happen with the climate <laughs> yeah. here, Rod. Oh, speaking of climate, you know what I found fucking hilarious, bro? Okay, so what? I think it's the COPE summit that they have. So that's like everybody around the world. This is a climate climate change uh, big conference. Okay? okay, yeah. Cannot remember where they have it, but it's like. Pretty balling event, right? For all the leaders, of course everyone goes there on the private jet. This is a yeah. climate thing, and yeah. we're all flying there on a private jet. I think Rabbit said there's something was like 400 jets that went to this thing. Did the hot? So like it's the it's so funny that you're going there to fight to fight this shit, but you're everyone's going on their jets polluting the mother, the shit out of them. Dude, there's so much hypocrisy when it comes you know to I mean? politicians Crazy and though. bullshit like that. Pretty funny, man. It's fucking wild. So. It's like the whole uh, like the AOC thing with her going to the Met Gala, talking about like wealth inequality and shit like shut the fuck up you just are at the met gala get the fuck out of here what did i say oh yeah did you see elon burn uh bernie sanders yeah dude you're You're still alive alive yeah yeah yeah. that was pretty good he's so fucking funny dude uh you get up to anything over the weekend so um nothing actually i watched uh because the fights were on early Saturday. Yeah. I actually watched the whole card, like prelims, everything. Oh, really? Yeah. First time I've done that, and I don't know. Yeah, I can't be fucked. Uh, but, yo, it was like out of the 10 fights, nine were finishes, like knockouts. It was fucking it was a, a good, good card. card. But uh, So, yeah, I just did that. Uh, boxing at night, football Sunday, pretty chill, bro. Nice. Um, pretty good Pretty good sports weekend for me. How about you? Nice. I'm trying to think what I did this last weekend. What did I do? Holy shit, dude. I don't. That's good. That's good. And uh, sure, I'm the only one doing drugs on the show here, bro. Yo, bro. I legit have no clue what I did last weekend. It's tripped me out a little bit. I have no fucking idea. Sweet. I get like that, man. That's the weed with me, though. I don't know where you Yeah, I'm dead is. sober. Goddamn. Uh, okay. Yes or no? Are you going to a Travis Scott concert? Fuck yeah, dude. You're fucking right I am. Dude, this shit <clears throat> looks crazy. Yo, this shit's getting mad out of control now, though, eh? Dude, there's like a bunch of couple nine year olds that died, like a bunch of kids, hundreds of people injured, like so crazy I'm to find shit. My fucking notes here. Okay, uh, so what's your what's your opinion on the who? Like, obviously the public's blaming Travis Scott. He's getting canceled, pulled from Coachella, pulled from a bunch of other events. He's not gonna get canceled. <clears throat> so, but do you think he has some blame, partial blame, no blame? What's your opinion? Well, if you've been to a Travis Scott concert, you know this guy incites this kind of behavior. Uh, there's been multiple concerts that he's held where he's 
and I don't know if he did it at this concert, so I'm not saying he did. I haven't seen any videos that he did say this, but there are multiple videos going online um, where he's basically telling these guys to fucking to go hard and turn up. Um, it's like expected going into a Travis concert. One guy got pushed from a balcony in New York. And, I remember uh, that. He's partially paralyzed. And like he was, um, I'm just trying to find it here. Sorry. He was, he ended up making it on the stage and leaving in a wheelchair. But like there's about four or five shows online that you can see him kind of like uh, in favor of this kind of behavior. You know what I'm saying? Oh, and dude, like, there's been times where, sorry to interrupt you. No, go hard. There's been times where like, I, I forget what concert it was. But over the past couple of years, he's been like, yo, rush the barricades, put the shit. We want all the ragers in here, uh, yada, yada, yada. Like, it's expected going into a Travis Scott concert that it's going to be a shit show. He's like a modern day rock star. So here, I found it here. So he's been arrested at least twice over accusations. He encouraged fans to rush past security barriers. Four years ago, a young fan suffered injuries that led to paralysis in Manhattan, which I just talked about. Uh, in 2015, he talked to GQ. And he said that he likened likened his live performances WWE events. Uh, he's like, we don't like people who just stand around. This is a no stand zone. Uh, Twenty fifteen Lollapalooza in Chicago uh, was a, the police arrested him and charged him with disorderly conduct. Only after a few minutes, he was encouraging fans to jump barriers. Pled guilty. Um, Twenty seventeen similar charge inciting a riot. Uh, several people, including security guard, were injured. Scott was on stage, allegedly encouraging people to join him. Again, pled guilty. And then for the fan that we talked about that was paralyzed, it was Kyle Green, who was 23 at the time, said he was pushed from a third-story balcony, dragged on stage while Scott was performing. The rapper encouraged fans on the second-floor balcony to jump down into the crowd. And he's like, he can be heard on video saying, don't be scared. They're going to catch you talking about the people down Jesus below. Christ, dude. Like, I knew he had a history of this shit, but like... Oh, well Encouraging people... I know that, but like encouraging people to jump off a second story balcony? And like, that's fucked. There's... A, you can't hide from... There's so much evidence out there. No, everyone's filming. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. um, one time when he was crowd surfing on one of the shows and he accused someone of trying to rip off his shoe and then he tells the fans to like shit kick the guy. But it's like, bro, if you're on crowd surfing, you don't think people are going to be digging in your pockets and like, that's what people are going to do, bro. You're, you're, whether it's right or wrong, that's what people are going to do when you're crowd surfing. This is what people yeah. do. You have to expect this, bro. Yeah. You know? Um, but like, and okay. Yeah, it's wrong. Like you shouldn't do it. But to, this guy paid money to see you and you're telling other people like the shit kick him. Like, I don't know, bro. Um, so I think we're up to nine deaths now. Yeah. Like 500 injured or something. So. Um, so what do you think? Do you think he should has blame? Do you think he's going to, well, I don't, go to there's nothing on this, uh, concert that suggests he was doing this. Mm -hmm. So, and he was saying, because there's he's catching a lot of flack for performing for forty minutes longer. Yeah, <clears throat> um, he was he was saying that he didn't know, and like and I, I actually I gotta believe him because he says he didn't know the severity of the situation. 
you got to think how many concerts this guy has thrown in his lifetime. How many people, how many times have you just seen people just pass out? Yep. People pass out all the time. Yeah. So he's probably like, oh, another, maybe passed out from excitement or dehydration, whatever the case is. Hey, hey, I'm telling you right now, it's not excitement. It's drugs whatever or being it is, dehydrated. Though, he sees it all the time. So what if he was like, oh, just another guy passed out? You know what I'm saying? Um, now, I know he's catching a lot of flack because I guess afterwards he went to like Dave and Buster's with Drake. It was a private party and shit. That's a tough look. And but also apparently how- when he found out that people died, he left. Okay. So like, um, I know everyone, they they want to find like a scapegoat and like, is he going to be responsible? Yeah, I better believe his name's on the lawsuit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was Drake's um, too. Oh, it's everybody. Yeah. And they're just going to ho- stick. Hopefully it sticks to whoever. Yeah. You're going to charge 100 people. And if two land, okay, those two are, yeah, you know. exactly. So that's how they're going to play it. Um, <clears throat> I think, uh, I think, sorry to interrupt you. No, go hard, go hard. Um, I think just his past history of doing this, there's some blame to be levied against him. But I think if, like, there was thousands of people that broke through the barriers. There has to be some blame put on the organizers of the event, the security of the event. If you know going into it what Travis Scott's all about and you book Travis Scott, you better be fucking prepared for it. And I'm not saying that like, yo, he has no responsibility or no blame because he does. But you all should be like, should be prepared for it. There's festivals. I think it's called Reading in Leeds over in the UK. And it's like a fucking massive massive edm festival you look at edc2 like 10 20 30 times the size of travis scott's concerts and they're able to handle it and the way they do it is they have like sections where it'll be like 100 meters or 100 feet of people right and then there's like a, a pathway that's maybe like the size of this room wide right and then as people leave they let people up to the front new section up to the new section and it's just it's a way to segregate people okay so they don't all mob and rush and people get killed right gotcha if you can only move 100 feet forward there's only so much that can happen right then you can handle certain situations and apparently like this has been recommended to him but the organizers of the event did decided not to do it so i think a lot of the blame also falls on them like that's their fucking job travis scott is relying on these people to do their job and they didn't do it the houston police chief troy finner confirmed that 528 officers were there and 755 private security guards were on site at the time. Um, How many people were at the concert? 50,000. You got to deal with 50 people, one dude? There was also reports of a security guard saying he got pricked with a needle. Did you hear about this? Yeah, I heard about this. That turned out not to be true. The cops came out the other day and said... um, that he was struck in the head and was unconscious. So I don't know why they would say he got pricked with a needle. But they were saying also to the cops that you cannot just shut one of these venues down like that quick because the people are just going to be out of control. If they were to say at that moment, show's over, people would just go lose it and you would have a way bigger problem on your hand. So the cops said, even the cops were saying at that time, you can't shut it down like that, ASAP like that. It's just going to cause so much more problems. See, I, Now, whether that's true or not, I don't know. I disagree. I think that kind of crowd, I think you would have had a problem. I disagree. <clears throat> if you just walked up and said, show's over, 100%. But if you walk up and say, somebody's dead, everybody needs to relax while we sort this out, 
yeah, people stop because yeah, I've been I mean, no ain't nobody gonna be like relax yeah bro. but the you thing know? is I've been to like like metal concerts like Rage Against that's uh, not Rage uh, Rise Against was one of my favorite bands growing up and they're like pretty what, like heavy Morgan metal right Whalen? pardon no fuck no <laughs> Uh, yeah, dude, Little River Band. We're just going hard moshing. But, uh, like, there's big mosh pits and, like, scary shit. And there have been situations, and there's even videos of guys like Foo Fighters doing this, where, like, someone will be, like, go down in the mosh pit, and the band will literally be like, yo, and just stop the music and be like, help that fucker up right now. No one gets hurt. Like, they've that's a constant thing. Uh, Rise Against done this, Foo Fighters, a bunch of really big bands are always like, yo, if someone goes down, you help that guy up, and people will stop shows. Funny you say that because after this happened, everyone's concerts the next few days, that's all you saw. Yep. There's people saying, hey, make sure this person's okay. <clears throat> now, also, when it comes to... there's, When it comes to shutting down a show like this... Yep. For this particular show, it was revealed that only two people had the authority to actually stop the show. Um, so the public placed blame on everyone from the cops to the promoters and to Travis Scott. But according to CNN, um, the plan that they went over did not specifically address crowd surge that happened, but only the executive producer and the festival organizer were the only ones who had the power to pull the plug. But again, we don't know who actually Mm -hmm. out of those two or why they didn't pull the plug. But there are certain rules to these festivals, which obviously I wasn't aware of before, like doing the research on the shit. Yeah. Um, but still, even if it was only two people, they should have sh- used their authority. Sure. One hundred percent. But again, you don't know if a cop saying to them, "Don't shut this shit down," or who the fuck knows, right? You know. Obviously, this is going to be um, all litigated. Now we're going to yeah. find out exactly what happened, yeah. and like who was doing what in the chain of command as shit was going down. Yeah, no doubt. Um, Travis Scott, later on, he had a $5.5 million show in Dubai, a one-off, canceled it. Yeah. Um, obviously, you, you can't do it. it, it, it you, you just, you know, you can't. You I can't also think, that, dude, right? like, if you're getting blamed for killing, like, nine like, bro, people. I got a big bill, lawyer bill to pay, But man. not even that. I got to go to this concert, man. Like, straight up, like, Travis has got, like, kids and shit, too, like, the fact that like you know you had ninety of your fans were killed a little Straight like you up. killed a couple of little children at your shows like that's got to weigh on someone you know what I mean oh for sure uh, did you see the apology video that he sent out yeah I didn't like it uh, whatever I'm not gonna judge somebody like I don't know if he's in shock bro or how to handle how emotions would, but still I I wouldn't even do the video personally um but whatever each to his own I know and here's another thing you don't know if it's a PR that's saying yo you gotta make the do video this. yeah exactly there's so many other factors here that people aren't really taking into account um he's probably got so many people telling him what to do and uh it's gotta be overwhelming like you say this has gotta be heavy on his heart bro big time you know um those aren't the kind of bodies that you wanna catch so according to TMZ NRG Park which hosted the event has a 26 million insurance policy. Now, here's the thing. I read today that it's over $250 million. Yeah, that ain't covering it. <laughs> so you're There's a little no short. way, dude. Uh, Travis Scott did step up and said he would cover the funeral costs and <laughs> offered to do the better help thing online. Yeah, okay. Uh, He's going to do it? He offered to pay for it. 
So Oh, for all the families? Yes. Okay. Um, there's one attorney, Ben Crump, said that uh, I believe him himself has 200 lawsuits coming forward. Oh, uh, shit, dude. It's going to play out like <clears throat> over the next five years. It's going to be a big thing. And lawyers were saying, too, be careful. They're offering refunds now, right? Yeah. Now, if you, they're saying it could be that if you accept the refund, you're waiving the right to, to sue. sue. Uh, okay. So you got to be careful here. Yeah. And um, just get a lawyer, obviously. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's obviously the best play here. But uh, this shit's going to be dragged on for long time, dude. Five years. Yeah. You know? I would say we're going to get back to this and get maybe some answers. But, mm-hmm. yeah, the way this will play out in court and, uh, yeah, man, it's going to get ugly, I think, a bit too, man. I think so too. Speaking of ugly, um, God, I wish I had a better segue. I wish I had something about Lizzo or something like that. Anyway, um, there we missed last week, and there was a bunch of fights last week, and we had the fights this weekend, so I want to kind of get into some fight talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, before we get too far into some other shenanigans um obviously the fight last weekend was a fucking crazy card i don't know one of the best cards in a long time just in terms of like sheer entertainment value like unbelievable card um obviously lead off to the card is there any prelims you want to talk about um no we can go and i'm just trying to find my notes we can go okay. right into it and if i um, find something i'll let you know yeah, yeah okay uh first fight was gaethje versus chandler um yo just off the rip here. A surprise that was the first fight. Like, if I'm Gacy, you should be co-main. Yeah. Or, no, there was another belt on the line. So, maybe not co, but you should have been third. Yeah. Yo, you earned that right, bro. See, you, I... You know what I mean? I don't know. And UFC is like, yo, we're going to put this fight first, and it's going to fucking just set it off the charts. And it did. Like, see, holy fuck. Dude, bro. I think it's so smart. Because I guarantee they have... Uh, there's a lot of people who don't end up purchasing the fights... Until, like, the third fight or the co-main or the main, you know what I mean? Right, right, And so right. their advertisers, the people who advertise with the UFC can obviously see that. But if the UFC says, yo, we're going to put good fights right at the start so people buy the pay-per-view right from the fucking jump, they can charge more to their advertisers. Right, more right. eyes are going to be on them is my thought process. Right, right, right. Plus, I think it also just gets people excited for the fucking card. I loved it. For like, sure. I was lit it sets up the for mood. the rest of the cards. It, it definitely sets sets it off right. 100%. But here's here's the thing. Okay, uh, you were saying Shane Burgos fought on this card too, right? Correct, yeah. That fight was so crazy, but because of the fucking Gacy fight, Dude. everyone was just like, if if you would have seen the Burgos fight first, you would have been like, this is fucking nuts, bro. Yep. But because this Gacy Chandler was fucking off the charts... Everyone was like, meh. Yeah, I know. You know, but it's yeah, just yeah. like, fuck, bro. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. whatever. But yeah, yeah. Uh, I was also, v- like, very wasted when I was watching it. So, my opinions on these are might be a little bit off. Um, looking at my notes that I had down, I, I don't know if I agree with a lot of what I wrote yeah, yeah. down. Uh, so, fuck fight of the night. This is fight of the year kind yeah, of. Yeah, dude. It was fucking unbelievable. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I was already a fan of Chandler. And, like, this just made me love him so much fucking more. Like, Yeah, I talked about, I underestimated him when he came in. Uh, Dude, we both did. Destroyed Hooker. And, uh, yo, this is a fight where nobody lost. Nope. And that's rare, rare. Like, Stan- Chandler lost, but your stock went way up. Way so, up. You know man. what I mean? Uh, that first round, he was fucking throwing with everything he had. He mm-hmm. wanted to kill Gaethje. Mm-hmm. Gaethje was so rocked. 
and like he almost resorted back to old Geishi and tried to brawl his way yep. up. You know, I'm just like hoping he doesn't get caught. Um, he was so fucking rock, bro. Dude is fucked. <clears throat> so, um, Geishi came with the leg kicks. As you do, right? bro. As you fucking he do. He is so fucking good at these. And then the crazy thing. Yeah. After like two leg kicks, Chandler was already having to adjust. There's nobody in the UFC that like can do as much damage on as few kicks as Justin Gaethje. A lot of people have to put in a round, two, three rounds, and then you start to see dividends on the leg kicks. Justin hits you with two or three, and right away, you're fucking off that leg. It's crazy. I gave him credit. Kept coming forward. Yep. He's like, fuck my leg. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and like, yeah, how do you not love that shit? You know, that's just all heart, right? So um, good, bro. I loved uh, Gacy landing the multiple uppercuts that just fucking cut open Chandler, yep. rocking him, and that was like probably one of the best rounds of the year. Yeah, one hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, second round, you had Gacy just dropping Chandler yep. with the uppercut, uh, and I just don't know how this guy just, like I said, keeps coming back and still He's swinging. Coming back with throwing bombs, still son. swinging, yeah. dude. Like <clears throat> didn't give a fuck. Uh, finally, Gacy had better head movement yeah. as the fight went on. Um, I found that Chandler G- slowed way down. I also found that like Gaethje was actually, and this has got to be credit to Trevor Whitman, Gaethje was actually rolling with the shots that Chandler was landing, whereas Chandler was just straight up taking them. And that, like, when you're taking that many heavy bombs, the difference between taking a shot straight on versus rolling with it is huge. Right, right. And it just kind of showed that, like, Okay, both these guys are brawlers. Both these guys have crazy knockout powder power. Jesus, um, but Gaethje's just technically a better fighter, and it showed. But fuck, it was close, dude. So fucking close in that first round. Well, two had a twenty nine twenty eight, and one had a thirty twenty seven. Mm-hmm. I had twenty nine twenty eight. Yes, yeah, so I gave I. Chandler the first. Oh, one hundred percent. And then Gaethje from there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man. So Gaethje now five and one is the last six. Um, Chandler is now one and two. But like I said. Big things to come for him still, man. Um, See, the thing is, like, I agree, but I also disagree. Oh, that exciting fight? He's not going anywhere. No, I know he's not going anywhere, but he's in a fucking tough spot now. Because, like, they're probably going to throw him someone like Islam next. And Chandler versus Islam. Like, I love Chandler, but Islam's fucking rolling through him, dude. I'm not under... I don't know about Roland, but I'm not underestimating him. I, I, one thing I learned is don't under, underestimate that guy. Islam's, sure. a, Islam's a fucking world sure leader, dude. So I I love Chandler, um, <coughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit scared to see what happens next. I think, obviously, if he gets Islam, I think he's going to he's gonna lose. But if he fights anybody else, I think he's got it. I think he's bought himself some time with this fucking performance. And I hope so. the way this guy fights, I think uh, this won't be the last of him. He'll still, no, for sure. He'll be putting on some... And, like, yo, we know... If you're an exciting fighter, you you can stick around a long time, dude, bro. Max Holloway, Donald Cerrone, Nick Diaz, like fucking dude, Jorge Masvidal, Mike Perry. yeah, dude. just because. So and those guys, and make... like Chandler's better than him, bro. So he could stick around even. And I don't even think he's gonna lose a lot. But if he do- happens to, I think he's still he's so exciting. He's gonna stick around, bro. And to add to that too, like you look at guys like Connor, like Masvidal, like Nick Diaz. Sorry, Nate Diaz. Like those guys are even though they're not champions, they're exciting. They make more money than almost every other champion. Sorry, yeah, than I every think champion. Will be fine. Like if you're exciting and the fans love you, you have more leverage than a lot of champions do. So I think he's going to be good, but I just I don't see him getting back to the belt anytime soon. I would love saying. to know, uh, like, 
how much his followers and shit went up. Like oh, that kind for of, like, sure. Those analytics, yeah. like I would like to know that because definitely they did, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, what about the Rose Way Lee? Um, first of all, I see Way Lee. I'm just like, she could fight Frankie Edgar. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude. It's funny. God fucking damn. It's bro. funny because like we had talked about uh, Way Lee fighting Henry Cejudo, and now they're training together. <laughs> so I want to know what those rounds are like. I want to know what the sparring rounds are like. How they match up wrestling wise. Like, fuck, she's jacked, dude. So this fight went way different as we kind of expected. We knew it wasn't going to be a fucking head kick knockout this time around, right? Yeah. Uh, super slow start for Rose, though, I will say. Yep. Uh, Wei Lee was doing good with the leg kicks. Uh, good in the clinch, taking her down. Like <clears throat> She got off to a good start. Now, one thing Rose really good at, making adjustments. Um, oh, back it up for... Uh, Zhang almost got... Uh, the rear naked on her too there. Yeah, it was close. Um but yeah, Rose started fighting from her distance, which was which big key, you know. Uh totally turned it around, fought on her terms. Uh she started taking Wei Lee down. Um that right there, like that ability to make like you're saying adjustments, I think is the difference between like a champion and someone who's just a really good fighter. For me, Rose is like biggest like oh I don't know about this was always her her like mentality because her ability to tough it out because she's been through some mental stuff where she's had to take breaks and whatnot so like she's obviously just as skilled as any other fucking fighter in the world but it's always like okay can she hang in there mentally and to go in and lose round one and lose round two and then come back the way she fucking did taking her down like that just speaks to her like yo she's got this shit on lock she's gonna be champ for a while man like that takedown in the fifth sealed the The deal the step in dude so clean beautiful um so yeah, much credit to Rose. Um, Wei Lee did a really good job, and like I said, she she came out pretty strong. I was just like, I was a little worried for Rose. So was I, lie. you know what I mean? But uh, huge credit to her. Um, she's her winning streaks at three now, moves to six and one in the last seven. Um, now who does Rose fight next? That's the thing, dude. Is like, like I, right? You know what I'm saying? I kind of want to see another rematch, like. I, I know it won't happen right away, but I think if Wei Li fight has two more fights and beats both of them, which I think she will, I'll see another rematch for sure. Cause well, I'm here for Wei Li Edgar. Let's, do, let's, get that, <laughs> let's get that going. Dude, Frankie Edgar like, <laughs> needs to retire, man. After this card, like, did you see the picture of him getting yeah. fucking front kicked? <laughs> yeah, bro. If, okay, for those listening, if y'all haven't seen it, Google Frankie Edgar getting front kicked. The picture that comes up is just like, holy shit. I love Frankie, but like, it's time, man. Um, Don't go out with too much damage. Like, you got family. Just, I, I hate. We've talked about it so many times. I hate seeing fighters stay longer than they should. Okay, so early on, you look good. Not bad. Yep. Right. But <laughs> as the fight wore on, Cheeto Vera just. Yeah. It was like. It was, yeah, maybe a bit closer than I even thought in the beginning, but, yeah. And, like, he literally, like, at the end, he was just landing some really hard shots on this kid, man. And, mm-hmm. like you said, I think enough's enough, man. I agree. So, but Cheeto Vera looks pretty dope, bro. Like, Fuck, he looks good, dude. I don't know how many finishes he's got now. He's got mad finishes, though. He's, um, he's super legit, and he's exciting to watch, man. So, yeah, um... So Edgar, bantamweight record is one and three now, I believe. 
Yeah, he's having a, a tough go. A little so. tough go. How old is that guy? I can't remember. He's getting up there, dude. He's, uh... I'm trying to find it right now. Frankie Edgar. He is 40 years old. Born 1981. I love you, Frankie. You're, like, one of my favorite fighters of all time, straight up. Oh, and his prime, he was good. But that prime was a while back. Dude, and he's been solid this the, his whole career, like, for the the twilight years of it. He's been in every single fight, but, like... Man, you're it, looking it, like Jordan from The Wizard, son. You yeah, dude. It, it, it's time. It's time. <clears throat> um, uh, Kamaru Colby? Yeah, dude. Okay. So, I, I... First of all, kind of, I just want to... I went and rewatched the first one. Yep. Just to, like... Refresh my memory. Um, and, like, the pace Colby had in the beginning <clears throat> slowed right down in the third. Mm-hmm. Um, again, he, like, pushed so hard. Yep. You know, and he almost, like, even though he has, like, a limit, limitless tank, he yep. kind of ran out of gas there, right? Yeah. So, like, he had 75 strikes landed in the first two rounds of the first fight. Only eight with just, like, a minute left in the third. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um <clears throat> but I will say Kobe did a lot of damage to Kamaru. Kamaru Kamaru's chin is fucking legit. Yep. You know what I mean? Um so second fight, Kobe comes out way more measured. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously smart. Yep. Um and uh <sighs> Usman drops him early, pair of left hooks in the second round, I think it was there. Correct. No, yes, correct. He dropped in the second. Competitive first round. Close. But it Kamara won it. It was. Um, <clears throat> I think Colby's best round was the fourth, I think. Oh, dude. Fourth and fifth, Colby won 100%. Um, and thank God he got that hurting tattoo covered up. Do you remember that tattoo? Yeah, it, was, it was tough. He's got the American flag. And I think it was an yeah. eagle or something. Yeah, but oh, he on the first fight, he's got that little weak-ass shit. Um, yeah, it was tough. So uh, at least he used some of his money for that because that was fucking weak, son. Um, but what do you think, like... Dude, I thought, I thought the fight should have been a draw. Oh, really? I thought Colby won round three, and I went back and rewatched it. It's close, really fucking close. But I gave it to Colby. I thought Kamaru won. I thought Kamaru's round two was a ten eight because you could have made the argument to stop it at some points. Colby was literally just sitting there covering up. To None me, of the judges did it ten eight though. No, I know. Yeah, but to I me, don't even. I remember them saying in the broadcast, "This could be a ten eight. Yeah, I thought it twice. was. And was sitting there just limping, covering. Like, to me, that's you're giving up. The fight could have been stopped. So, for me, it was like, Kamara won round one. It was close, but he won it. 10-8 round two. And then I thought Colby just barely eked out round three just because he finished so strong in the round. And then for sure, he won round four or five. So, I thought it should have been a draw. And Colby did actually use some of the... Tried to mix it up a bit. And yeah. tried to, like, show some takedowns anyways. Big we time. talked about, like, he leads the division with takedowns last time. Yeah. Like, Maybe he kind of switches it up. Um, but and I think the difference is, too, that like Kamaru can take Colby shots, keep coming forward. Colby can't take Kamaru. Kamaru like, hits like Kamar- a Mack Yeah, truck, bro. bro. Kamaru, Kamaru fucks up I literally up was going to say up, the bro. exact same thing. The difference between the two is that Kam- when Kamaru hits, it fucking hurts, man. Yeah, it's that piston jab. Like, that jab looks really good, bro. So good, bro. You know? Um, He's so good at popping it when people are coming in. So you got the forward momentum of your opponent combined with you throwing. It just, like, it stops people and stuns them. Yeah. and like unbelievable. Before this match, he moved to number one on the UFC pound for pound. As he should. Right? Um, So now he's 15-0 and in the UFC. One went away from tying Anderson Silva for the longest streak in UFC. See, where does he go from here? 
real talk, I wouldn't mind seeing this again. And I know it's kind of watered down, but like, yep. Okay, who does Kamaru fight if I it's not Colby? The only one is Leon Edwards, but no one really gives a fuck. I really don't give a fuck. Um, but apart from and is the Leon Edwards selling tickets though? No, that's what I'm saying. No one gives a fuck. <clears throat> but apart from that, because I think Leon deserves it. He's on like a nine fight win streak. Um, apart from that fight, there's no one else that excites me in that division apart from Hamzat coming up. But obviously, that's going to be a while. Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. Kamaru's a fucking... He lives up to his name. He's a nightmare for everybody in that division. And so Dana White came out and said that he's the best welterweight of all time. I agree. Uh, I think it's still GSP. So this is the thing. <clears throat> when I say agree, I mean like skill-wise. I think if Kamaru, prime Kamaru right now versus prime GSP, I think Kamaru wins just because the sport's evolved. But I think GSP still has him on just legacy. If Kamaro rides this out and doesn't retire soon and he you know defends the belt five, six more times, then I think he's got him. But right now you got to give legacy to GSP, but I think skill-wise, Kamaro's the best of all time. So some of the numbers here between the both of them. I think GSP had nine title defenses. Uh, this is Kamaru's fifth. Mm-hmm. Victories over UFC champs. GSP had eight. Kamaru has one. Uh, strikes absorbed. GSP had 497, Kamaru at 647. Mm-hmm. And the combined record of USC opponents, this is a big one. GSP 438 and 80, Kamaru 281 and 70. 438 so. and 80. That's a crazy Yeah, that's stat. a big number. That's a But crazy Kamaru's dope, stat. man. Like, I'm not trying to take nothing away from Kamaru. Um, like, that argument definitely could be made that he's the best ever. And, like, by the time it's all said and done, bro, mm-hmm. probably will be. Yep. And you know he, what I'm saying? Um, and it's not like it's. Like he's had a an inactive. He fought three times this year, KO'd two people, and then was really close to KO and Kobe. Like he's a fucking exciting fighter to watch. So here's another thing too. You remember at the end of the fight, Kobe's like sucking his dick. Do you remember him like being nice to him and talking to him? Hey, it was just I can't remember exact words, but he was like showing Kamaru mad love. Yeah. And the and the refs even like, yo, enough with this. Do you remember that? I, I didn't remember him the ref saying enough with it. Yeah, yeah. He was like, uh, you can make a uh, kiss and make up later or something, whatever he said. Um, so he was like showing Kamari mad love, saying it was all just to sell pay-per-views, blah, 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 whatever he was saying, right? And then and then he goes back later and he's like accusing him of cheating. And this is like, this is the thing I was saying before. It's like, that show's going to run out, bro. Like you can't keep just putting the show on after and, like, it just gets more weak and more weak, bro. Especially when you were just bigging this guy up five minutes ago. And it's like every everyone saw it. And then now later on, you're going to say he was cheating, holding your gloves. And I don't know. It's just like, bro, you lost, man. Like, you know, just you lost. It was a good fight. You lost, bro. See, but I think Kobe knows that. And I think like this is what like I see that happening. And I think exactly what happened is exactly who Kobe is. Kobe in his heart is a good guy and so in the ring after the fight straight up dude it's all love this is all a shtick love you and then right after the fight's over and he's back in the press conference he's got to go back to his shtick because that's how he makes fucking money yeah it looks corny when you lose twice to a guy and you're saying he's cheating don't like that part but like this is what you gotta do to make money it's what you gotta do to make money yeah i know i know but like i don't know we'll see uh you should go over to wwe you know what the fucked up That's thing the is? play, though. That's what I was saying last time. I think time. so, too. That's definitely the play. Whenever he, he hangs it up, um, yeah, that's the play for sure. I think he can make some good loot there for sure. The thing the thing that's fucked about Colby, and, and people kind of don't realize this or don't really think about it, 
don't give enough credit because of his whole attitude. Colby is 16-3. and He's lost twice to Kamaru Usman. His only other loss came really early in his career. I'm just going back right now. Uh, it was his second fight. Third fight in the <coughs> UFC. Uh, he got caught in a submission. Right, yeah, yeah. Him and Kamaru both got their both are losses. Yeah, exactly. So right? apart from Kamaru, he is 16-1. and one. If Kamaru didn't exist, Colby would have been your champ, and he beats everybody in this division. Yeah. Colby is a fucking monster, and the only reason he's not champ is just because it happened to happen at the same time that Kamaru was in the UFC. I don't know. Like I said, I wouldn't mind seeing one more out of it, even though he's 0-2. Usually I don't want to see if it's 0-2, but... I think that's just the most exciting fight. I all. think so, too. I'd love to see a Colby versus Jorge Masvidal just because the presser and the buildup would be hilarious. He talked about that after, too. I think um, it'd be so good. Another thing, too, during the Rose fight, <clears throat> the cameras go on Dana White, and he's watching the Canelo <laughs> yeah, fight. Dude, right? This was so good. So they ask him after, Yeah, yo, Dana, did you pay for the fight? Yo, I didn't see that. <laughs> Oh shit, hard size size. Hang on. You got to add? No, I got to turn their fucking volume on. I didn't see that. All right. I watched it ringside. Did you pay for it? Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that right there? Yo, it's so don't, good. Don't bitch. Uh, that people are pirating so your shit, good, bro. When you you're worth hundreds of million, yeah, and you won't even pay for the Canelo fight. Fuck yeah. you! I don't want to hear you <laughs> bitching that people are pirating your shit when you just got busted doing the exact same thing, man. So shut the fuck up. Man. Yo, you know that clip is gonna be replayed and posted on his Twitter or in response to the FC every time there's a presser, every time something gets Probably. posted on social, they're gonna play that exact clip. But that's like so you know, funny. if you're doing it, bro. Don't bitch about it. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's so funny. Shut your dude. fucking mouth, man. But okay. yeah, uh, I thought it was pretty comical. You see the Canelo fight going on. Rose <laughs> is on her back. And you see fucking Dana watching the Canelo fight. Uh, which, yo, was lasted a lot longer than people thought. Yep. We talked to you. What was he? A minus, what was he a favorite? Minus 1,000 or 1,100? It was something it was? stupid. Uh, but shout out to Caleb. His defense was pretty good. Was never really hurting Canelo, but uh, it was... It was a, Way more entertaining than I think people thought it was going to be. Yep. We we talked about it a little bit last week before the fight that Canelo is legitimately making a case for being the best boxer of all time. And he is doing it very fucking convincingly. Um, how old is Canelo? Uh, I'm not sure, bro. I don't think he's like past 35 yet. No, 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 no. Hell no. I think he's right around 30. He's 31. I 31, yeah. So Canelo has another probably four or five years because he's in wicked shape of being in his prime like this Canelo and then he's probably got two or three of just like 90% well, he's got all the belts in the super middleweight now does he go up I, that's the thing is if Canelo wins out the rest of his career and he keeps hunting down fuckers like he's doing I think he goes down as the best boxer of all time man like it's fucking unbelievable to watch he's so goddamn good Um, I don't know about all time but he's definitely in the argument I think I would still give it to Floyd Floyd's defense not to be fucked with I agree, but um, I'm saying like if Canelo wins out the rest of his career. I wish he would have fought Floyd when he was older. Yeah, Floyd dude. was smart to get him when he did because he mm-hmm. wasn't the guy who he is to now. Mm-hmm. But that's what Floyd does too, though. So, um, yeah, no, he's definitely... Uh, okay, look at I this. think he's fighting again. I can't remember who he's fighting. I just seen it the other day. So dude, he's this fighting is the again thing, soon. Is Canelo is so fucking active. He's 31, and he has more fights than Floyd. 
Yeah, Floyd was very selective. He's fought 60 times, and he's 31. So he probably had more fights than Floyd in his career when he was 29. Like, Canelo is unbelievable, man. Like, people don't... I think he's starting to get the credit from, like... He's obviously gotten the credit from the hardcores like us. But I think just people around the world are starting to recognize, like, yo, this guy is... We're watching history. He's arguably the GOAT, and in my opinion, if he, he wins out, he will be. Um, One last thing about the UFC 268. Yeah. Uh, So there was a grand total of 1,973 significant strikes landed a new single event record. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is was their fifth show in MSG? Yep. So this is the fourth highest gate that they got and eighth highest in UFC history. Dude, imagine going to New York and watching a fight in the garden. <sighs> the real winner of, of UFC 268? Trevor Whitman, bro. Oh, dude, 3-0. Oh, bro. 3-0. He was we checking off those hoes that yeah, night, dude. dog. Vegas Strip with a fat bag roll. Oh, let's go. Whitman's just tricking off these hoes for sure, bro. So, yeah, no. What a night for him, though, for sure. Big time. I was looking uh, before the event, too. There was a bunch of people posting, doing the Whitman uh, parlay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and it was like, I think you, it was like 8-1 to one odds, too. So, it was like good odds. Um, it's worth doing, man. He's Who's a better coach than him right now in the UFC? Yeah, that's yeah. He's definitely probably top dog, right? Hard to argue against that. Man. It's really hard. There's obviously a couple guys. There's probably half a dozen guys right there, but he, dude, his fighters, you just you can't argue it. You're too good. Um, the Max Yair fucking brawl, Fuck, dude. I didn't watch it in person. I just watched it today. Fuck, Fuck bro, me, bro. That was a good fucking fight. Unbelievable. Again, Yair oh. throwing everything that first round too, and like goddamn Holloway, bro. We talked Legends, about like son. we talked like, about like mentality, man. To get chopped up like he got chopped up, his legs beat up. He took a shit kicking. His like his rib. You see that welt on his rib, like just beat up. I've never seen Max beat up like that, like in a long time. Apart from the fuck, he was Dustin Poirier, like Poirier <clears throat> fight. But fuck, in one round he was beat up, and he just comes out and he just pushes and pushes and just takes it to Yair. Fuck, and credit to Yair though, he was throwing and connecting and was in the fight the whole way through, man. Fuck. Oh, it was crazy, like. Uh... Oh, it's good. You had Holloway cutting him, cutting him there in the first round at the end of the first round there. Yeah. Uh, the middle rounds went to Holloway for sure. Oh, one hundred percent. Um, even like you see, you saw his groundwork. Um, switching between mount and back, mount in the back, riding like it was really good. But like, yeah, you're trying to keep that high pace, and like, man, like, he he's got so many like really unorthodox shots like mm-hmm. he nailed Holloway with that up elbow a couple times um, like yeah that's what you know everyone likes about him obviously he's like uh, quote unquote like flashy fighter Big almost time. right you know what I mean but like man was he fucking game and like talk about just like standing and banging son you mm-hmm. know what I mean he did way better than I thought he was gonna do like for those who don't know he was off for two years and he was having a lot of issues with just like mentally not being there and not being in it and to come back and put on that performance, we talked like about the Justin Gaethje, one of the rare fights where nobody loses. This was another one of those ones. Yair comes back off of two years. Everyone's questioning him. He was like a minus or a plus 800 underdog. And to go toe-to-toe with arguably like the best of all time. So that two-year layoff we're talk- you're talking about? Yeah. One of them was a USADA violation. Yeah. We're going to call they, it two years fi- off, bro. They couldn't find them. We're going to call Oh, they couldn't find him. I didn't know that. Yeah. 
That's fucking hilarious. So it was an ankle injury, and I'm running away from the drug test. Dude, the Mexican Rocky Balboa, bro. <laughs> Allegedly. Running yeah, through the mountains in Mexico. That's what that was about. So That's funny. Um, yeah, but yo, much props, man. Um, you, you had Holloway with the guillotine, standing guillotine. Yep. Um, and just like, yeah, like... Do you don't ever really get to see Max's wrestling river? You know what I mean. So he hasn't that was had a good to see that side of him. He hasn't had a submission win since 2015, I think it was. It's been a minute. And he, like he can, he's good on the ground, man. Nothing phases that guy either, no, bro. Dude, even like the shots he was taking, like everyone else, I'm thinking is going down. He's got bro. a chin, dude, Big for sure. Time. You know. Um, I want to ask you something. Yeah. I obviously thought, and I think I think you agree to uh, correct me if you don't. But I thought Max won the last fight against Alexander Volkanovsky. So did I. Okay. After watching this fight, I don't think Max beats him if they have a rematch. No. I think Max is starting to sh- slow, sh- uh, slow. Jesus Christ. Like you show slow, slow like yeah, you. Big time. Um, show sl- signs of slowing down. Yo, these, these wars got to take something out of you, bro. Dude, I genuinely think so. So after watching him get hit. Sound like you were in a couple. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Rocky Balboa. Big time. Uh, I think Volk can hit Max in the same way that Yair does, but I think Volk brings it harder and he pushes the pace. So I, if they have a rematch, which I think they should, because I think they're one and one. I, the other two fights, I had Max winning going into it. This one, I don't, dude. As much as that was a good fight and it showed his mentality and his heart, like that was close, man. And Volk is a monster. Yeah, I'm. I'm a. I'm a go for Max just because I like him. But dude, he's one of my favorites, right, bro. He's fucking unbelievable. But I would ride with Max probably. Yeah, I would even probably bet on him. Actually, Ooh, I was gonna say I, I wouldn't bet on him, but either fuck way, it, I would. Excited man. to see that fight. Um, so, I want to talk about something that we uh, we never talk about. Something that we openly mock. Oh, Women, women's soccer. Something? Oh, no, go for it. <coughs> I want to just talk about Holloway's greatness here. Yeah, yeah, go for it. <clears throat> so, there are 389. Okay, the fight before, the Calvin Cater. Yep. He threw, what, 700 punches or something Holloway mm-hmm. did? Like, something really ridiculous. I can't remember the exact number. But, like, <clears throat> there's, like, pace and then there's fucking That's different. Holloway's pace. Different bro. level. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the 389 combined significant strikes were the third largest total in UFC history. Holloway's in, been involved in each of the top four. Yep. So you want to talk about slowing down? That shit's got to hurt, man. Mm-hmm. So he's the first fighter to eclipse 3,000 total strikes in a UFC career. That's crazy. His 2,848 significant strikes are UFC record. Only fighter in UFC history to have 25 fights and never get knocked down. That's fucked. At 29 years old, owns the most wins, 18. Most KO, TKO wins, 8. And this is the fucking crazy part. He's landed more significant strikes in his last 10 fights, just under 1,890, than anyone's landed over their entire career. 1,890 significant strikes. Over people's entire career, bro, in his last 10. crazy, dude. Unreal, man. Like, you want to talk about goat goat shit, bro? Like, that's fucking unreal, man. Yep. 
So yeah, big up to Max, man. And both of us think he should be champ right now, anyway. So like, yeah, like I said, like even like like just to my point where you can you can lose some, but if you put on a good show, you're okay in yep. Dana's eyes. Yeah, Dana's exactly. got your back, bro. And yeah. when it comes to that respect, so um, now Jorge has to drop out of the fight, a Leon Edwards fight. Yeah, you saw that, right? Yeah. So tough. what you think, Chamayev should be a a candidate to replace him? Uh, no, Leon Edwards pulled out. Oh, did he? I didn't hear that. Yeah, he straight up pulled out. How come? Because couldn't find a fighter for him. No, or did I, he just pull out. I think he's just like, yo, if, if I'm not getting a title shot or Masvidal, I don't want it. Really? Which, to be honest with you, I don't. I don't blame him. I would have been here for the Chemayev. Fuck. I do as fans, one hundred percent. But I as, thought, uh, as I thought Leon that was Ed- gonna be the play there, bro. But as Leon Edwards, man, like I, I get it, dude. I, I, I genuinely get it. Yo, they're gonna meet up soon enough because Chemayev ain't gonna be stopped for a while. So. No, one hundred percent. So that's fucked up, though. You would, you would think you would want the pay too, though. You've been working this hard, like. Mm-hmm. Let me go make my money, right? I, I kind of get it, though, man. Like, it, it's risky. Masvidal is obviously a huge fucking payday. Ar- arguably one of the biggest draws in the sport. So I see that, but... Another guy, too. How many? He's got, like, 15 losses or something. Big time. But... He's, everyone he's loves still, him. Yeah, Street right? Jesus, you know what bro. I'm saying? So he's fucking Jorge. Everyone's here for him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, some guys... Some guys, the fans don't care what the record is. Nope. You know, so... But, yeah, yeah. What else you got, dog? Um... I was saying before, talking about something that we do not ever talk about. Oh, yeah. What's that? Women's soccer. Oh, what's going on there? I have... Because I'm definitely not following. One of the more wild stories I've... I, oh, PSG? I've seen in a long time, bro. Tanya Holy Harding shit, bro. Holy shit, yeah, bro. Yeah, okay, this is... This do is tell, do tell. Absolutely fucking crazy. Okay, I don't know why. Why, why, why? Fucking New York Times, bro. Shout it's out to Nancy Kerrigan. Locking out. There we go. Got that incognito, bro. Um, okay. For those who don't know, Paris Saint-Germain, Paris's club. Stellar uh, club. Unbelievable. One of the best in the world. And they're, right now they have got Messi. Um, uh, they Neymar. Neymar and then Mbappe, which is a crazy big three. Um, arguably one of the best of all time, big three-wise. Their women's club is fucking stellar too. Super fucking good. And so, Paris Saint-Germain women's player, I'm going to butcher this, but Aminta Diallo. She was someone who was playing center. (laughs) And she'd been playing center over the last two years. But six months ago, they brought on um, another player. Kiara Hammeroy. (laughs) Yeah. Hammeroy. And basically, Hammeroy was recently signed and has taken most, in the, most of the playing time away from Diallo. And so basically, this girl's the starting center. New girl comes in, basically knocks all her time. She's playing second fiddle. Barely getting any minutes. Yeah. So, practice. They have this practice. Everything's fine. End of practice. Um, Diallo basically says to Hamroy, hey, you want to ride home? I'll carpool with you, right? So they get a ride home together. What a sweetheart. Right? Yeah. Super nice girl. There's super, even a third girl in the car nice. too, right? Just lovely carpool. Love that. They pull up to Diallo's, uh, sorry, to Hamaroy's house, or Hamaru. I'm going to call her Kiara. To Kiara's house. Yep. And right before they make the turnoff, a couple guys in masks stop the car, jump in front. One of them, um, sorry, two of them drag, drag Kiara out of the car, and another one, quote unquote, holds down Diallo. 
Okay. So Diallo's screaming, putting on a big show. Right. The other two guys take a metal pipe yeah, and beat the shit out of Kiara's legs. Not Jeff, any other part of Jeff her body. Galooly shit, son. Not any other part of her body, but just her fucking legs. I like it. They leave her on the ground. They obviously call the cops, the whole thing. Everyone's freaking out, super scared. The security around all the girls 24-7. They're requesting this. Week later, cops come in and arrest Diallo. <laughs> she had paid these guys to beat the shit out of the girl who took her starting job. Savage. I like it. Unfucking real, dude. Talk talk about dedication to the craft. Dude, 100%. I like it. I'm like, As yo, a coach, I'm like, yo, you're committed, yeah. dog. Like, you're going to go to those lengths to get playing time? We need to play this girl. Fucking like, crazy story, though. I've never I bet you seen... all the opponents would be scared of her. <laughs> They're all running away from her. Buddy, they just Ain't trot no that girl out onto the field and starting line This up. might be turn out to be good for PSG. This might be, like slaughtering everyone when everyone's just up, horrified of it yeah that's crazy that's pretty nutty though dude that's one of the craziest just sports stories i've ever seen you know that figure skater in the olympics that's yeah, what happened right yeah, tanya harding nuts, and nancy kerrigan yeah that's some g shit i like it I- i'm i'm here for it that's some competition you know like in the nfl we always talk about you can lose your job to injury well you know mm-hmm. looks like she got injured and lost her job man i don't know how shit. all the other shit happened but uh fucking crazy yeah well, i wonder what the Punishment's gonna be. Oh, dude, she's going to jail. There's no way she's not. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how like French laws are. They super strict. Oh, that's or, true too. Actually. I don't know I how don't that know. shit is. And if you're like a celebrity in France, are you like get the treatment? I yeah, don't know. I need because so, the one you thing would is, think she's going to jail. She can obviously get charged with assault, but then the other girl can sue her for damages because this is potentially gonna fuck up the rest of that girl's career. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. So she's either way, she's getting charged criminally. And she's out the yin-yang, dollar-wise for... The one now, thing I don't understand, how the fuck do you think you're going to get away with it? Yeah, well, this is this is why uh, so it's ridiculous. not a very well-thought-out plan. No, no shit. Probably you know Snapchat ordering the hit. <laughs> oh, I bet you there, when they go through this, I bet you there's text messages. Oh, everything. Like, if you're this stupid, I guarantee... She probably hopped on FaceTime the oh, whole bit. <laughs> yeah, just straight dry-snitching on themselves. And yeah, no shit, 100%, dude. dog. Fucking wild story, though. Um, you got anything you want to talk about? Yeah, did you listen to the Kanye interview, bro? Uh, no, drink I've, I've seen some some highlights of it. Wild. Uh, it was a two-parter. The first one was more wild. Um, with Kanye, you know, you're going to get some crazy shit. Uh, you know, you're going to get some fucking big takes. You know what I mean? That's yeah. just like Kanye, right? You know what I mean? Uh, but it was actually kind of dope like to see him in this kind of atmosphere. You're not gonna get this interview from any this kind of interview from any other outlet, right? Yep. You know, um, so they went over a bunch of shit. <clears throat> um, they they talked to him about uh, if he would do a versus against Drake, <clears throat> and uh, they were basically saying to Kanye because of his catalog, he could really go only go against Jay or Drake. Yeah, uh, they have the catalogs to match each other, and he's like. He would never go against Jay because he's the boss. Yeah, and uh, and he was like, it's actually kind of true though. He's like, I would need like four people to go against me, and it's like, yo, yeah. real talk, dog. If you want to talk about rapping wise and then production wise, and just like, also like just bangers, club bangers, bro. This guy's bangers. got hits on hits on hits, right? So, um, obviously he said he would body Drake. 
you know, and it, it would That's be a good verses, bro. Oh, dude, it would be it would be fucking for the culture, bro. It, it would be historic, man. Um, I've seen them like posting on social media, hanging out together and shit. Yeah, James Prince made him fucking do that shit. Shout out James Prince, but yeah, uh, they he went to Drake's house there, and they're putting on a concert uh, for to free Larry Hoover. We'll get to that it, it, uh, later on in the interview. Um, so. Here's some of the wild shit he was saying. So he he later went on and said, worst thing he ever did was sign Big Sean. Yo, right? That's fucking throwing shade. And like he was like, he was like, when I die on my tombstone, it's going to say, I deserve to be here because I signed Big Sean. Really? Like, this is how Holy much, shit. Uh, contempt he has for this guy. Right? Um, I don't even know if that was the right word. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so... Obviously asked to elaborate. Again, he repeated, the worst I think I've done is sound Big Sean. Now, if you know the situation, when Kanye was running for president, Big Sean, I don't know if it was like he, I don't know if he exactly spoke out against Kanye, but I know he didn't speak for Kanye. Yeah, right? that's what I think it was. <clears throat> and like, I, here's the thing, I kind of agree with Kanye here at this point, because he's like, yo, I put this guy on. Like, I would never bite the hand that feeds me. Like, if I don't agree, if some guy put me on and I don't agree with it, I'm not going to, I'm just going to not say nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I get where Kanye is coming from. I, I get and not I know saying nothing to bite the hand that feeds, but dude, you're going to slander a guy for not voting for, like, supporting Kanye think, for president? Bro, he said Kanye, slavery, slavery wasn't true. Kanye, bro. I get it, but I'm not saying I agree with you Kanye. You know what I'm saying? So, like, his perspective might be a little bit different than everybody else's. No shit. You know what I'm for saying? For sure. Um, and even Big Sean addresses this because he's like, yo, I'm getting mad fucking text messages when this <laughs> yeah, interview, when the shit was released, right? Um, he's like, I can't wait to go on Drink Champs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, he goes off about that. Um, he made... he So, I don't know if you guys know, Soldier Boy was supposed to be on Kanye's album. Yeah. Right? And then when the album came out, there was no verse from Soldier. Yeah. Kanye didn't want it on his album, right? So he was asked why he chose to leave it off, and he was just like, oh, you ain't hear the verse? Meaning it was mad trash. That's yeah. why he left yeah. it yeah. off, right? Everyone's laughing and shit, right? And he goes goes on later and says, I'll tell you what, though. Soldier Boy is the future. So he like, kind of disses him and then gives him like a backhand compliment, I guess, yeah. right? <clears throat> so he's like, yo, Soldier Boy's top five most influential... I'm not going to argue with you guys. And, um, <laughs> fucking Soldier Boy didn't fucking obviously handle that well. <laughs> he ends up fucking going off. For sure he does. <clears throat> um, now, there was like, he reached out after, and the, like the text messages were released that, yeah. Basically about the mix up about the song not being on, blah, 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 right? Um, so, <clears throat> I'm surprised Soldier Boy got so much play in the interview, to be honest. But anyway, yeah, no shit. So we know um, when Ye Ye came up, Common was signed to his record label. Mm-hmm. Uh, Common is a fellow Chicago guy. So they asked him who was better, Talib Kweli, who Ye used to hang out with, with yep. Common, <clears throat> or Common. And then he he's like, Common's a thousand times better. Than Talib. And then he like really goes in on Talib. And like, 
I don't know. I think this, again, has to go back with the whole Big Sean thing about the presidential shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm almost positive that's what it's over. Talib must have said something. Um, he's like, he's a thousand times better. Everyone knows Common's better. He's like, <clears throat> he, yeah, this is what he says. He's like, he goes he goes in on Common a little bit. He's like, the only thing I don't like about Common is that he works for the Democrats. He's like John Legend ass ninja, because again, John Legend spoke out against Kanye. Yeah, time. so this is the thing: you speak out against him. I guess if he's like, if he feels that he helped you in any way, and you speak out against him, he's got a problem with yeah. it. Yeah, whether it's right or wrong, that's how he feels, right? Yeah, clearly, because he keeps digging on these guys, and uh, and he's like, if you take the average ninety nine percent of people and say, do you want to be quality or you want to be yay? Most people are going to be yay. He's like, what are you talking about? He's like, so don't give me no advice. He's like, go open a book and read yourself to death, he says. Uh, Talib's always got them, you know, thinking raps and shit, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, John Legend, Big Sean, big sellouts. They ask him about... So he, he said something like about... He has like no home, like some Elon shit, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, I just go around and stay at people's houses. Dude, wasn't he living at the Raiders Stadium for a little fucking while? Uh, New Orleans. Yeah, he's doing some weird shit. I heard shit. he was paying something like a million a day. Like a night, and he lived in some little like dorm, shit Yeah, yeah. dorm shit. But to him, he's just like, he doesn't care about like the possessions he's saying. Weird. Right? Um, so he's like, I bet, I think he said, if I, if I remember correctly, he's going to be going to Elon's house to stay for a few weeks. Really? So like, I guess he just goes and stays a lot of all these billionaire houses. Like, huh? What a free ride that is. That's pretty yeah, dope. You know what I'm saying? But, <clears throat> um, oh yeah, here. So about the Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta, he's like, this is what he said about it. He's like, it's the idea of about of, of this monk lifestyle. And then afterward, he says something like, he's like, like trust fund kids are on a wave right now. Like, they're trying to be homeless on purpose. I don't see no trust fund kids trying to be homeless on purpose. I don't know if that's a real thing. I haven't seen nothing. I'm not in the right tax bracket. Yo, yeah, and I don't know, man. Like, really, we trust fund people are really trying to be homeless on purpose, bro? I don't know about that, bro. Yeah, no shit. Uh, went on on Jay-Z for a little bit, but not contributing songs on his album. I uh, thought Dame Dash was a better visionary over Jay. And if it... Just for backstory, Dame always rode hard for Kanye. Yeah. Uh, one dope thing I thought too was okay. So we all know Yeezy, the Yeezy brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so Beanie Siegel, for those that don't know, was signed to Rockefeller when Kanye was, and uh, Beanie actually used to call, gave him the nickname Yeezy, right? Really. So Kanye apparently was like. For giving me the name, I'm going to give you 50 mil plus a certain percentage in his company. Okay. 5% or something like that. Okay. And I think Yeezy did like $2 billion last year, right? Yeah. So that's pretty dope. If that, it is dope. Like, yo. You don't and, have to do and that. And Beanie's like not doing that well. Yeah, so I never even fuck, heard of him. bro. 50 million, bro? You know what I'm saying? Uh, did he actually pay it though? Not that I've heard of yet, but apparently it's a go. So who knows? Who knows? Um, Kanye's got the bag too. He does. So, you know what I mean, right? <clears throat> um, and here's another thing: like we talked about Connor a while back about he lives his life by the money's the most important. Yeah. 
And it just seems like Kanye does too, because he just mentions it's like, bro, we get it. You're a multiple billionaire, bro. Mm-hmm. Congrats, we get it. You don't need to say it all the time. No, I though. agree. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like it gets corny. And I, like, yeah, yo, it's a huge accomplishment. And like, <clears throat> society as a whole, this is how we judge people, right or wrong. Everyone's going to look at the Forbes list. It's the first thing you yes do. Yes or no? What do you right? do? What you know? do you do for work? Who's on? How the, much you make? It's who's on the list the first of thing riches? Of... Whatever. Yeah. This is how we judge these guys. So, to him, <clears throat> maybe he sees it as, yeah, I know this is how you judge everybody. That's so you first... gotta judge me up here. I don't know if this is how he actually thinks about it, but this is just me, you know, picking his brain or whatever. Um, it makes but sense he though. always like, his he's another guy that always throws it. that in your face. Like Jay never says it. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, but whatever. It's like it is a huge accomplishment, and I don't want to like because, yo, if I was that rich, maybe I would be like that, and I would tell you guys how rich I am all the time. Yeah, I don't know. You know what I mean? But, I think if you um, come from the hood, like Kanye did, and you have his upbringing, but he wasn't even that hood because he this guy went to art school. His mom was like a teacher, like. But his mom, uh, okay, I guess. So. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he didn't come from like the hood, hood like a lot of these guys, right? So, anyways, um, so Big Sean, like I said. Big Sean and Talib both said that they see Kanye recently didn't have this energy when he seen him. Of course not. He wasn't saying the shit to his face. So is it publicity stunt? Who knows, right? Uh, he went out producer Just Blaze saying he just copied him. For those of you who don't know, Just Blaze contributed a big time to Rockefeller, big time producer. Um, he took the high road and just like, yo, I'm happy for him and his success. I'm good where I'm at. Yeah. Didn't even dignify it, which was like, you know, how grown up supposed to do, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Jay came out and was like basically kind of wrote for him was like everyone sees things through their own lens basically like saying well Kanye saw it in one way maybe not everyone else saw it that way and maybe that's like a nice way of saying it but like I don't know um, you're not perfect either like he done a lot of fucking foul shit too right? yeah, you know 100%. what I'm saying like, and like to drag people it's one thing if you don't agree with like whoever but to like Take shots at him and whatever. I mean, it made for a great interview. Like, don't get me wrong, but like, just like you say, you put these guys on. These guys were there for you too at one point too, right? You know yeah, one hundred percent. So whatever, maybe he's hurt. I don't know, but you know what I'm saying. But it obviously rubs him the wrong way. Um. So yeah, I don't know. Second part was more about now. So Larry Hoover Jr. He is. Um, a guy from Chicago. Now, I don't know if you know who his dad is, Larry Hoover. He's no. like uh, the leader of the Gangster Disciples, Chicago no. Street Gang. No. So, obviously, huge legend in the streets, right? <clears throat> People to this day still calling him out. Um, so, he's serving, I think it was like 200-year sentence. Jesus Christ. In the most secure prison in the United States, ADX in Colorado. Okay. So, it's like Supermax. So... They're trying to get the dad out of jail. So the interview, the second part of the interview kind of touched on that and, and where they are with that, whatnot. Um, fuck, it's going to be hard to get that guy out of jail just because he's got... He's Even to this day, he has so much pull. And they, they don't want guy to have that much pull. Yeah, you know no what shit, I'm saying? Yeah. Even if this guy's like turned over a new leaf and whatever, and by all accounts, he has. But... What he did was, like, so ruthless back then. It's just, like... And, like, even now, he could go on the streets, and even if he tried to do good, like, I don't know. 
he just has too much power and they just we all know they don't want that right no you know exactly. I mean? so um i don't know how that's gonna go but apparently they got all these new lawyers on it trying to fight it so stay tuned with that um he said still to this day michael jordan won't meet with him because of that song facts back in the day he said uh the Yeezys jumped over the jump man yeah and still to this day, Jordan won't talk to him because of that line. Some petty but shit. But we, yeah, we know Jordan to be petty as fuck, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so is Kanye. So fuck is what it is. Oh, getting back to that Hoover thing, he's like, he said like one of Bill Cosby's lawyers got enlisted to work on the case. I'm like, I don't know, it's not something you really want to brag about, bro. You know? No, what I mean? no shit. But uh, so I don't know. He touched on Kim a little bit. Still calls her his wife. Um. Talked about, he actually talked about back in the, um, 2008. So when he had to go to anger management, we got first got declared uh, bipolar. Mm-hmm. He was saying how the anger management coach kept hitting on Amber and would just feed him meds. Really? Yeah. That's fucked. So, yeah, it was just fucked up just to hear him like, kind of talk about that kind of shit. And he's like, in his opinion, he was like, the final cutoff to someone, like, if you call someone crazy, that's like the end all be all, and everyone kind of and like it's Think like we crazy. all call Kanye crazy, you know what I mean? It's easy, an easy thing to say, right? No, hundred percent. So, um, best part of the interview, he says he gets his OnlyFans off of Reddit, bootleg okay. OnlyFans. Fuck yeah, dog. You know what I'm saying? But it's like Dana White, you ain't gonna pay for that shit. <laughs> yeah, coming from a musician who bitches about that kind of shit, uh, I like to see that he gets bootleg OnlyFans. But no, it's a wild interview. You should listen to it. I will. Fine. I'll have a beat. <clears throat> but yeah that's about it man what do you got that's all I got too alright let's wrap this shit up alright everybody um, whatever platform you're listening to us on give us a follow like subscribe highly unlikely we appreciate it and we will see you fuckers next week